Welcome to episode eight of the Just Get Started podcast, and my guest today is artist and painter Jenna Webb. Let's get it started. Hey gang, and welcome to episode eight of the Just Get Started podcast. I'm your host, Brian Andreco. Thanks again for being along in this journey and excited to welcome in my guest today, um, who's a contemporary abstract artist. Her name is Jenna Webb, and she can be found online, jennawebbart.com, as well as on Instagram, Pinterest, Facebook, YouTube, at Jenna Webb Art. And her name is spelled J-E-N-N-A-W-E-B-B. So, She's a really cool gal. Um, I met her about a year and a half ago. Um, I was really interested to um, interview her from the perspective of, you know, creativity and, you know, someone that has a talent like she has. And, and she'll even share she discovered it a lot later in life than I thought. Um, but that creativity around painting and that artistic ability to um, be able to create things. Um, I think is really inspiring to a lot of folks. I think we all strive for that creativity, whatever it may be in our lives. So I think she does a phenomenal job of not only expressing that in this interview, but you see that in the work that she puts out. Um, you know, it kind of reminded me talking through the interview with her and kind of thinking of myself, you know, in my path that I'm on and, and I'm assuming a lot of folks are on a similar path is you have the goals ahead of you, things that you want to accomplish but other folks that are in your circle maybe don't see it the same way. And what I mean by that is it kind of reminds me of a, um, a video I watched recently for Simon Sinek. And if you guys don't know who Simon Sinek is, you know, he had a great Ted talk years ago, you know, start with why, and he's got a, a phenomenal amount of uh, books out with some great content. And I'm definitely recommend to check out, but, you know, what Simon says in this particular video, and he's talking more on the corporate level, you know, different, you know, uh, businesses, knowing the game that they're playing, whether it's a finite or an infinite game, and it talks about competition and the like. But I was thinking that more from an individual standpoint and, and looking at that, reflecting on myself. But I think I'll, this will apply to everyone that's listening is if you know the game that you're playing, and you have the goals set that you want to accomplish, whether short-term or long-term, and you got your head down working toward those, that's all that matters. There's always going to be people on the outside that are creating a lot of noise, um, a lot of negativity, as we know in our world today, that are trying to knock you off that path because they think you should be further along, or maybe they think you should be playing a different game. But if you know the game that you're playing and that's all you focus on, I think that's going to be the greatest opportunity to get to where you want to go. If you start listening to too many people, now you start wavering a little bit and start getting off that. And I think a lot of folks can relate to that statement because I know personally, I've had a lot of people over the years kind of, you know, try to say you should do this or you should do that, or why aren't you here yet? But again, you got to know in your heart of hearts where you want to be and if you have the goal set and you have that path forged out, certainly it does change from time to time. But if you know where you want to be and you have your head straight down for that, just keep going for it, right? Because, I mean, if you talk to, I think, most successful individuals, they're going to probably say that, yeah, you know what? I had a lot of you know noise as well, and I just cleared through that path and went forward. 
So I hope, hope a lot of people take encouragement from that. And when you listen to the interview today, you'll have a great opportunity to listen through, you know, how Jenna went through her journey and why, how she got to where she is today. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed the interview today. Again, Jenna can be found online, jennawebart.com. So go check out her stuff and her great work. And um, any feedback from the interview, uh, please don't hesitate to share it. With that being said, let's jump right into the interview today with Jenna Webb. Let's get it started. Hey, Jenna, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for uh, joining. Oh, my gosh, Brian. Thank you so much for having me. It's such an honor. Well, I, I appreciate you spending some time and excited to dive into the, the world of painting and creative and business with you and uh, kind of hear some of your insights. So well, let's just do this right off the bat, if you don't mind, because I am such a novice when it comes to painting. I'm going to butcher anything that I may have read and and we have talked about in the past, but can you get the folks that are listening in here um, that maybe haven't heard about you or what you're doing, just a little background of your um, kind of your style, I guess. Your Is that even called a paint style? I don't have no idea. I'm just going to go yeah. to you. See, I'm going to let yeah, you, no, totally. I'm gonna oh, let you go at it, but share yeah. just quickly and that'll kind of lead us into some some good discussions. Yeah, that's a great question because what I do is pretty unique um, on the art scene. So um, more of like an umbrella, I'm a contemporary abstract artist and I use a type of paint um, right now that I love the most. It's called alcohol ink. It's a fluid art. So my style is very vibrant and bold and the whole premise and goal of mine is to create create art that uplifts the soul. So I'm really interested in making people feel good and bringing them the same feelings in what I get out of the whole painting experience. So um, it's just, it'll slam you in the face when you see it. It's gold and vibrant and a lot of purples, um, but, you know, you can't miss it. Okay, cool. Yeah, and, and there, you know, I've seen it. Everyone, if they'll check out, and we'll we'll give, kind of give the website and stuff. There's some really neat stuff on there. It's 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 awesome. So you do some great work, and um, and and that's kind of where I want to start with you is how how did you kind of when it do you remember the age like oh I like painting or I like I have a creative side or anything? Do you, do you remember when that started? Was that later in life or was that? Do you have moments in your childhood that you remember? Um, it's funny because. A lot of artists do start as kids, and I wish that more of us did um, because that kind of gets stifled, and there's a lot of shame around creativity, uh, as Brene Brown would tell you. (laughs) Um, But I grew up really um, doing everything practical and exercising my left brain. Um, I am a business major, and um, if you, like, were to come through my whole high school experience. I was an athlete. So everything except for art, (laughs) I was an athlete. I ran like a business and marketing club called DECA, um, nerd alert. And, um, I was, you know, I just, I was super involved in everything except for creativity and I've always loved interior design. And so the passion did start there, but I didn't start painting until four years ago. Um, and I love telling people that because, you know, it's never too late. And I discovered painting four years ago, actually through this whole soul searching journey. And after I ended a relationship that wasn't working out and I met someone who was an artist. So there's the short of it. 
Okay, so well, I'm going to ask you to go a little bit deeper on it because th- this is where I think a lot of folks, you know, they they can look out in the, you know, whether they're on Instagram or they're surfing wherever online, and they see all these folks that have been successful. They seem like they're going after their passions and all this. And they're like, well, they have that certain talent. They've always had it, or they've worked on it for 25 years, and they're doing this X Y Z. I like that, you know, to your point there, it's only been a few years that you discovered, hey, this is something that I have a talent with, I like doing, I have a kind of a vision with it. So I think, you know, there could be some help there to other folks. So can you share a little bit more of your story? Where was that breakthrough then? How did that happen? Um, How did you get over the hump? Because I, I think the challenge with a lot of folks is, as you mentioned, you were kind of a, you know, you're a business major, you were a nerd, you did some athlete, you know, whatever it is. But you did all of that stuff and that, okay, that was the path I was supposed to be on. I was supposed to work at this company or this job and do this. And now you've kind of veered off the path, which is a good thing because you do some phenomenal stuff. And I think people are appreciative of your work. But when did that happen? Can you, can you talk about that specific moment or that moment in time um, that it all came together? Um, (laughs) The first painting I ever made was so fucking ugly. Like you have no idea. Um, But I was so happy. Um, Okay, so basically, I was painting with this guy I was dating, and he had all the materials and stuff. And I was painting something I found on Pinterest. I think that's what a lot of us like to do, like the little DIY projects. And it was terrible. It was globby and awful. And I didn't learn through art classes and videos later that you're supposed to do that kind of work with a palette knife. Um, so that guy and I broke up and I asked if I could have my art materials back from him. And so he gave me my paints and my brushes and my canvas. And I started exploring painting more and I wanted to make art that would fit into my house, um, and other pieces that I liked. And I started out with oil painting, which is far from what I'm doing now. And you know, I, until, um, I now look back at like how lonely I was at that time. I was filling a a void with art. Um, (laughs) but so I just kept, I just kept working at it and I was painting like flowers and my dog and representational stuff and things that I don't paint at all now, but um, I just kept working at it. And eventually, uh, a couple of years ago, I took a class that taught me some fundamentals of design and drawing and things that I was very uncomfortable doing, but it taught me some design principles that I was, that I really needed. Honestly, um, I didn't even know what the word composition meant. So, um, I was just as unfamiliar with art as you kind of explained, you called yourself a novice. I was a total novice, but I was just having fun with it. I didn't care about the results and, you know, every, everyone's creative. And so I just decided to try something with it. And, um, and then I just played with so many different, um, mediums. And every time I went to the art store, I asked questions and, I finally worked up to this point, actually in 2017, where I tried out alcohol inks and the way that works and the flow of it all matches more of who I am. And it's more of an intuitive and meditative experience. And that that's who I am at the core. And 
seems to be like where, where the magic is coming from and I can totally just like let myself go. So it's been a huge work in progress, um, over four years and I was terrible. And now I feel more confident and, uh, and where it's gone. Um, I feel like I'm rambling a little bit, but, um, yeah, definitely didn't get started on this as an adult. And I had parents who were encouraging me to do all the practical things. And I loved, I loved my business club. I loved my business fraternity at NC State. Um, I loved all that. I loved my job in the corporate world and I was super passionate about it, but it doesn't hold a candle to what I'm doing now. That's really great. to. I, I appreciate you sharing that because, you know, what I heard in there was a lot of, there's a lot of discovery, you know, it's easy to say, you know, four years ago I was here and now I'm here, like, and there's no story there. But when you start thinking about all that discovery that you've went through over the last four years, I'm sure there was a lot of highs and lows to get to the point where you are just around like, okay, I'm going to do the alcohol um, type paint, you know, the abstract, you know, paintings, those type of things. At some point, you probably did dozens and dozens and dozens of other types and just realized, hey, this is what I like, as you said. Um, where does that inspiration come from, do you think? Is it like, do you stand there and paint and you just like black out and just start painting? Or is like, is there a certain <laughs> thing, you know, how does it work for you? Because I, I can't get in that mind. I, I don't know. That's just for, for me because I'm, I'm a little creative, I guess. But in terms of that realm, I am uh, my five-year-old is probably uh, is probably better than me. Yeah, it kind of like it kind of is like a blackout in a way because I do zone out. And it's funny because I suffer from chronic migraines and painting is the one of the only activities um, aside from um, meditation, traditional meditation, because painting is very meditative for me. It's the only thing that takes me out of my body and transcends me somewhere else where I can zone out and not feel my pain. So I do, I do totally black out if you want to call it that. And I just go for it. So there's really no planning in my process, um, except for, uh, the colors I start out with. If I want to evoke a certain message or feeling in my artwork, or I'm working on a certain collection, um, like my cosmic pieces, um, there is a message about ma magic in the universe there. So I have a certain color, certain color palette in my collection. But other than that, there's no plans. I just, you know, whatever my soul is calling for um, is what I do. And I love working really large. So I'll get like a big piece of, um, you call it UPO paper <laughs> um, or a canvas. And I just like go to town. Um, I get music on and, um, when I have a really good day, I just keep going and I don't, I keep creating a bunch of paintings all in one setting and I don't stop. Well, I'm going to, you said something there. So I'm going to put the, uh, the left turn signal on. I'm going to take, a, I'm going to take a detour for a second. Cause it's something actually that's really interesting to me and something that's been important in my life over the last year. You talk about meditation. Can you share with folks just so they can hear it from another voice potentially um, how, how important has meditation been to you? How do you get into it? Um, do you, do you go for a short period of time, a couple of minutes, or do you go for longer periods? Can you share a little about just your insight or your personal experience with it? Totally. Um, meditation has played a really big role in my life. Um, I, I'm a yogi first and foremost. Um, and 
I, I had to take a little bit of a left turn from my yogi practice when my migraines got so bad in 2016 that I couldn't move in flow in vinyasa flow anymore, that I had to just sit down and just take that, like listen to my body and take that whole process down a notch and just sit and meditate and listen to my body. Um, so that was a good lesson. Um, but now I meditate, uh, daily. And the best part, especially to keep my business running and keep focused is I use meditation, um, a five minute meditation before I do any administrative or business work behind the scenes, um, before I work on my website or any strategic work. And I, I just, I recommend meditation so much. Um, um, you know, I've used it in crisis <laughs> when like shit hit the fan with my family. Um, not too long ago, uh, I called on meditation and then I just said to myself, like, I need to implement this daily because you benefit from meditation when you're not meditating. <laughs> um, and, and one thing I thank you for giving me a soundboard, like a, a platform for this, because I, I'm so passionate about meditation. Um, I, I, I would, I love for everybody to start a meditation practice because, um, people need to know that you don't have to shut off your mind and you, um, you can, you're, you're meditating when you listen to music, you're meditating when you're doodling. Um, you're not meditating if you're watching TV, <laughs> but, um, anything that lets you zone out, like I was talking about blacking out when I'm painting, you know, that's, that's meditating. So, um, it's, it's imperative to my creative practice, to my business. Um, and I, I need a guided meditation because my mind is, um, <laughs> a million uh, miles per hour a minute and I can't shut it off. And I love a guided meditation. So there's a ton of apps for that. Um, and I have a, crystal collection that's growing like crazy. Um, so I have, um, started incorporating my crystals and, and my paintings into my meditation practice. Um, and I definitely feel like I'm rambling at this point, so I'm going to let you cut me off. No, you're doing yeah. great. I'm letting you go. I love it. Yeah. I love it. What, what, but what, no, uh, what app I, do you, I, what app do you use for uh, meditation? Right now? Um, I'm really into simple habit. Okay. Yeah. So I love simple habit. Interesting. I'll have to tell I've been using, um, Headspace. Yes. But Simple Habit, I haven't heard of that. I'm going to try that out. Um, that's pretty cool. Yeah, and, and that's the thing, too. I mean, where whatever to get your mind in the right frame of mind, I guess is the best way to say it. Um, I think mm -hmm. that's I think that's vital because there's so many distractions throughout the day. There's so much negativity that goes on with whether it's people we're around or, you know, different crises that come up, as you say, is to be able to center yourself, I think is, is so important um, to be able to, I think, to be the best version of yourself. So let's veer back on from there because I appreciate that insight. I want to veer back on because, and you talked about earlier, your learnings of design and different words and stuff. So here's what I'm going to put you on the spot. I want to give everyone, because I'm a novice, so selfishly, this is probably me wanting to learn a little too. Give us a crash course for a couple minutes. So if I want to go and start painting, I don't have to paint the alcohol, you know, abstract type stuff, but I just want to go start painting. Can you give us an idea, like, what type of brushes should we use? What type of 
is there a certain like I don't know, I mean, am I using the word canvas right? Like, do you get a canvas? Yeah. Like, how? Do, so, can you share with folks just like if they were going to their local, you know, department store or buying online or something? What are some of the keys? Maybe it's the type of paint they should start with. Can you give some insight to folks? I I think a lot of folks would love to probably try to paint or maybe paint with their kids or something like that, but probably have no idea how to start. Oh my gosh, yes, totally. So, first of all, I love this question because it it lets me know that you've already like forgotten about the whole limiting belief that I'm not creative. Um, (laughs) and you don't have to be a kid or have a kid to want to paint. So, um, love this question. Um, you should definitely go to a Michael's or I love Jerry's Artorama. It is like Michael's on crack. So go there (laughs) and start asking questions. But, um, Watercolor is the cheapest thing to do and just go get some cheap brushes. There are no, you don't need any brand names, especially if it's your first time um, painting, but artist loft is a brand at, um, at Michael's that is like, you know, the beginner brand and get the student grade brushes and paints of anything. And my biggest advice is don't care about the result. Go find a painting that inspires you and, try copying it. And when I say that, be careful. <laughs> if you're going to post it, credit, credit the artist, of course. Um, but just give it a shot or um, do something abstract and don't care about the results and just let go of expectations. But, um, okay. You asked about brushes, paints. Yeah. The canvas, um, like how do you, what do you paint on? Do you paint on paper, paper? Or what do you, what do you paint on? So you can paint watercolor on paper. You could paint acrylics or oils on canvas. There's, there's no wrong way to start. Um, those three are like, I would say the main three. Um, those are three that I started with. Um, I, the best thing you can do is just go to, to a Michael's or a Jerry's Artorama. And while you're there, you pretty much have to rely on the staff and ask questions like, Hey, did I get everything I need? So you're going to need, um, you're going to need a, a brush cleaner. You're going to need, you know, you don't need a fancy palette. You can use a paper plate for your palette. Um, you just need a surface to paint on like a canvas or a piece of paper. Um, and you need your paint and you need your brushes and there you go. And then you need something that you want to paint. And a lot of people think that you have to just come up with it in your head. But a lot of artists, like a lot of artists are looking at pictures on their phone. That's what I did for so long was look at pictures on my phone that inspired me. And, you know, if I wanted to paint a flower or my dog, I was looking at a picture on my phone. Um, so you don't have to just come up with something out of the clear blue sky. Okay, that's good. No, I, I appreciate you sharing some of that just to help folks along, um, like myself, that wanted to maybe want to get started or try it out for a weekend or something like that. To that, to that a little bit, um, and this goes out to, you know, if someone can't paint for themselves, I saw on your website, I didn't realize you did this before, but you could, you'll create paintings for other people. Is that, is that how that goes? Did I see that crap properly? Yeah. So, um, I can commission any sort of custom work. So if you, um, you want something for your space, that's a certain color or size, you can commission, commission a painting for me and I will do a brief consultation, um, with you if you prefer just, you know, 
filling out my form or if you want to jump on the phone, um, we can create something very custom for your space. And that's called commissioning a painting. Well, so help me out here because, and my designer friends do not get mad at me when I make this comment, but they, <laughs> they kind of have it easy with like Photoshop where if someone doesn't like a logo, okay, we can tweak it and we can go back or whatever. You kind of have one shot at it. So t- can you talk through the communication with the client and just how do you, how do you get their vision and then sure, like, so they're yeah. satisfied with it? I'm just kind of curious of how that process yeah. works. Well, if someone comes to me and they want a commission painting for me, there's already an understanding that they want a piece of art for me because they like my style. Um, and so I have a form that kind of gets through all the nitty gritty of that communication and it really captures you know, the essence of what they're feeling. And so they can take one of my collection pieces, my cosmic pieces, for example, there's like, I'm looking at a painting right now, there's blues and there's always gold in my, um, my artwork. Um, but there's blues and purples and golds and pinks and they can say, Hey Jenna, um, there's actually orange in this. I don't want any orange or red tones. Um, but I live in Florida and my, my place is very fresh and, um, it's, you know, it's Floridian and I want some aquas. Can you, can you do that for me? And that's a, that's a real life example. So we've done that. And so I will actually do a sample painting for them on a small scale and they can, um, they can keep that, um, sample painting if they'd like. And that is a great communication jump off point, that sample painting. And then, and then we go big and we paint a big, beautiful painting for them um, based off that sample. So I love commissioning work um, with my clients because there's nothing more personal. And, you know, I, I very, very rarely offer prints. Um, so my originals, you know, each are one of a kind, no you couldn't request me to make a copy of one of my originals, but when we commission, you know, there's nothing more personal. And, um, I plan on taking my commissions up another notch and actually, um, offer to paint your soul. So I can paint, um, soul paintings based off of your unique personality. So that's going to be something really cool. I'm going to be offering. That's a really cool experience. And uh, again, maybe other folks do something similar. I haven't seen that. So I think that's kind of cool that you're um, you're kind of doing that with the the type of work that you do, especially that uniqueness with the alcohol type painting and those type of things. So so again, this kind of leads us really nicely into a little more and kind of to to chat about for a couple of minutes about business, right? Because you're doing this full time now. You're not just a painter. You have to be a, you know, you know, whatever accountant, you have to be a marketer, you have to be a, you know, sales, you have to be everything. So can you share a little bit with folks? I know you have a business background, right? So that's helped you obviously in this journey, but can you share with folks maybe one or two, I don't even want to use the the phrase stumbles or word stumbles across along the way, but that you've learned from that's like, oh yeah, I would, if I were starting a business today, I would watch out for, you know, X, Y, Z. Could you share some thoughts that could be helpful for other folks? Maybe that are in your position or, you know, your position where you were a couple of years ago about to start your business? Well, that's interesting. Cause, um, I don't know if you know this, but I have been doing this professionally full time, my art and my business less than a year. So I'm probably nine months in. And, um, I was in the corporate world for nine years and I worked with one company and I thought that that 
you know, I wanted to be loyal to that company because I loved my role. So this has been quite the head spin. <laughs> Finding myself where I am as a full-time artist is uh, crazy. So, um, and no regrets. I've never been more fulfilled in my entire life. Um, so what I've learned in the last nine months is, you know, I'm, I'm a planner at heart. Um, you know, my left brain self has been a huge planner all my life. And for running this business, you, you cannot plan yourself to death. You just have to jump right in and cut the shit and you're not, nothing's going to be perfect and you just have to get started. So that's been very eye opening. Um, you know, you want to read all the books and take all the webinars and make your website perfect before you launch it. And you can't, you just, you got to get out there and you've got to get it done. So, um, that's, that's been very, um, very opening. And when you start a business, everyone has an opinion about what you're doing and there's a lot of naysayers, but I'm, First of all, I'm really positive <laughs> and, um, I usually don't let that affect me, but you know, you have a lot of moments of self doubt when you're doing this and your strengths and weaknesses are under a microscope and they're just magnified when you're doing this and nothing else will, will do that for you than becoming an entrepreneur. So at the end of the day, you just have to really believe in yourself. And I posted this quote on Instagram the other day, like believe in yourself, like it's a religion. And, um, I just, I believe in that with my whole heart, um, that you have to maximize your strengths, use them to counterbalance your weaknesses and just learn how to bob and weave through all of it. Um, I hope I'm making sense. No, that's that, that's really solid, um, and and I think that's helpful for people to hear just from that standpoint of you you, you kind of you got to get started, right? You just you can't overthink things. One one last question I did have with that though, for you personally, like what you're trying to do and get out there, are you kind of you know boots on the ground, like going door to door to different? Because I know you're you know doing different art exhibitions and those type of things, or is it have you? got a lot of exposure through marketing online with, I know you're you know, big on Instagram and the like, where have you think you found the, the most exposure in these last nine months or got the, I guess, got the name out there or got into different places? So it's been in different areas. Um, I thought I could hit the ground running and just live the dream completely online from the get-go. And that's a very idealistic vision. <laughs> and I would like it to be that way, um, you know, as an overall goal. But it's not like that. So I have had um, a lot of success on Instagram. I actually hit 15K last night. Woohoo! Um, so that's been a great, great event, um, avenue for exposure. Um, I've also had, um, a lot of success with local events. And what I've learned is that you just have to have a lot of plate spinning and, um, you have to be very versatile, especially in the beginning when you're an entrepreneur and this is your source of income. So, um, I'm just trying to be diversified for now and do what I need to do, um, in the short term. 
that way um, I can still make steps and approach my long-term goals. So I just, my long-term goals are just to affect as many hearts and souls as possible with my art and make people feel as good as I do when I'm creating it. And I would love to run my business completely online so I can be in love with my future husband and travel the world and keep creating and gathering that inspiration through, um, through my travels and affecting people in a positive way. Man, can't, um, can't say anything better than that. That's uh, <laughs> that, that's pretty, that's pretty good there. I can't top that. Well, where can, where can folks, um, give to give a kind of a shout out here on on uh, your website or where folks even locally here in the in the Raleigh Durham area um, or even beyond where can they find your work or where they where can they get in touch with you because uh, you have great stuff it has, I hope it gets out there hope other people find it awesome thank you so much um online I'm pretty easy to find all of my social media is at Jenna Web art Instagram Facebook Pinterest and YouTube and my website is jennawebart.com. And locally, I'm currently on exhibit at the Marriott in Durham. I did an interior design work there. So I have a few paintings that will be, they're on permanent display. But currently, you can purchase um, my exhibit pieces. And then I have a few stores around, um, around town in Raleigh, North Carolina, um, that you can purchase my pieces. So, um, if you're not sure where those are, the best thing to do is just sign up for my newsletter on my website and I will let you know that way. That's all. Well, Jenna, I, I really appreciate the, uh, the dialogue and conversation today. Um, I, I just love, I love your soul and the passion you have and the voice there. It's just awesome to listen to. And I'm jacked up here on a Friday afternoon, like, you know, all right, what am I going to do next? So, um, I really appreciate the uh, the time today, and uh, thank you so much. No, seriously, thank you, Brian. I love your podcast. I know I told you offline, but I spent all of my Christmas wrapping time, which was a few hours, <laughs> listening to um, all of your episodes. So I love what you're doing, too, and thank you so much for having me on. Thank you very much, Jenna. Have a great one. Well, I hope everyone enjoyed the interview today with Jenna Webb. Uh, remember, she can be found online at jennawebart.com as well as on Instagram, uh, Facebook, YouTube, Pinterest, at Jenna Webb Art. Go check out her work. As you can see, she's got a great personality. She's extremely passionate about what she does, and it certainly shows in the work that she does put out. So hope you guys will go check her out or um, interact with her online. Um, always appreciate the feedback um, as well. Um, continue to you know, make this podcast better and better for everyone, and I do con- you know, continue to appreciate the support that I'm getting um, from a lot of folks. So don't hesitate to reach out to me, um, brianondraco.com, as well as on Instagram and Twitter, um, at Brian on Draco. So look forward to engaging with you guys and um, having some conversations as we go into almost into February here of 2018. The year's already moving on pretty quickly. So uh, with that being said, um, I hope you guys have a wonderful day and look forward to connecting with you guys soon. Have a great one. Let's get started.